The following episode of Gilded Calamitous Podcast contains subject matter and discussion of topics that may be considered triggering by some listeners. Viewer discretion is advised. Incoming guild transmission. Code. Romeo. Echo. Victor. Echo. November. Golf. Echo. Hello! Hi! I'm Rilo, I'm your vet fan. I'm Garden, I'm your baby fan. And this is Guild of Calamitous Podcast, an unofficial Venture Brothers rewatch podcast. I have no intro. I'm tired. <laughs> you're you're having a rough day. I'm having a rough day in a rough month. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm I'm really tired. So let's just We're gonna man. knock this out and we're gonna have it be fabulous. Let's just fucking jump into it. I have no intro. <laughs> I hope you guys I are I don't either. I, I hope was just you guys kind of along for the ride on this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the more uh, them crawling into their own depth. This is this is a very in your face episode. Yeah. And the episode we are talking about is. Uh, I'm awake. Uh. <laughs> that's not the name of the episode i'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm totally here um episode the episode is uh the revenge society written by doc hammer directed by jackson public and the late great john schnepp with an original air date of november 15 2009 it's episode number is 44 uh, our cast of characters and voice cast for today's episode are as follows. James Urbaniak as Dr. Venture, Phantom Lim, and uh, David Bowie. <laughs> He's back. David I Bowie's back. I was so happy. Uh, Michael Sinter Nicholas as Dean Venture, Doc Hammer as Billy Quizboy, Red Mantle, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch, Ward and Councilman One. Chris McCulloch as Hank Venture, Sergeant Hatred, Watch, Dragoon, Intangible Fancy, Lloyd Venture, The Sovereign, and Councilman Nine, and Paul Bucock as Sandow. So, uh, yeah, this is one of those episodes where they... They jump right in. They do not, they do not stop. They don't, they don't stop, and, uh, you you're along uh, for the ride you just sort of sort of got it just like just like just go with it i don't like just accept it all of this will make sense eventually i swear i swear um i think one of the great gifts though of this episode is uh crazy phantom limb i i kind of excuse me excuse me revenge (laughs) that that's his name now it's crazy phantom limb crazy uh, totally just off his rocker phantom limb 
with his one mechanical arm. And he, so he's missing his other arm, by the way. If you can't pick that up, he is miss, he is, he is down a set of legs and an, an arm. He's, he's down an arm. He has uh, prosthetic legs and one prosthetic arm. That's it. That's all he has. That's all he has going for him. Yeah. I mean, um, so the cat 13. They're so great. Um, and we, uh, more is revealed about who the council is the further we go on, but uh, this is our first kind of like finally we, peek behind the curtain. Finally, we, yeah, finally we know who at least two of them are. Well, Dragoon and Red Mantle. Who combo one? <laughs> They're not one yet. They yet. are two separate <laughs> members at this point. Yet. Uh, I, by the way, Councilman One, remember him. I just want you to remember him. Remember him. Put him in your head because he comes back in a huge way later on. Stashed in my, in my mask toolbox. Yeah. Put them all on up in there. Um, along with the fact that the Phantom Limb is squatting somewhere. I wrote someone because dyslexia, uh, Another one uh, to keep in your noggin because that locale, we see it again and it also comes back in a big way. Um, and so one of my favorite ongoing threads in season four <laughs> is Billy getting kidnapped. I believe this is the first time he gets kidnapped because we haven't, have, we've kind of seen them. We saw them in Handsome Ransom, but. Yes, we saw him in Handsome Ransom. We've seen. Um, Pete knock him out to acquire him so that they can wipe his brain again. Well, no, that was last season. Yes, but this I'm season, talking. Yeah, we've, I'm, we've I'm, only I'm seen handsome ransom. I've, I've, I'm just talking overall, but we've only seen handsome ransom as far as this season's kidnapping goes. Well, that's not even kidnapping. That's not Acquisition. what I'm. I, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that. Uh, so throughout this season, we're going to see Billy get kidnapped frequently to do illegal surgery. <laughs> like to the point that uh, it gets, he jokes about having to go and do illegal surgery. That is, it's a lot of illegal surgery. It's a lot of illegal. Su- well, he doesn't have an actual doctorate, but he's super smart and he loves doing it. Well, uh, we've, so, we've also seen he um, reattached Dr. Venture's arm. I know. He reattached Dr. Venture's arm. Un, uh, he un, operated. Untesticular torsioned. Uh, both Hank and, and Dean. Dean. <laughs> um, he also I, has done some uh, doctoring towards Jonas Venture Jr. That would not surprise me. Uh, via the montage at the beginning of season uh, two. So he's, yeah. he, he He's doing he, a lot of surgery. He's doing a lot of uh, illegal surgery. Uh, and he, multiple times this season, gets kidnapped to do that or something else. Like, he, he, Billy, Billy... 
Pilly really has a rough go this season. The um, it ends the well for him. It ends well for him. I promise. He he get he comes out on top, but not in a bag. Right now we got the Billy bag. Um, Everybody loves the Billy bag. I so I am actually looking at my Billy Quiz Boy action figure. He came with a shrink ray, but not a bag. And uh, I was, do you like, need me I'm, to make you a bag? Yeah, I'm like really close to like saying, I just, I just, can I commission someone to make me a Billy bag? I'll make I just you a Billy bag. <laughs> Billy needs to go in the bag. Billy needs um, to go in the bag. <laughs> he needs to go in his bag. Uh, yeah, it's a legitimate gripe I have with. Uh, the Biff Bang Pow uh, Mego dolls. This is that Billy didn't come with the bag. It's that and uh, the fact that Hank and Dean didn't come with the hover bikes. Like, because they had designed these hover bikes. Mm -hmm. You could see photos of the prototypes of the hover bikes. And I really wish they had come with them. <laughs> like, I, I, that and I don't think Dr. Venture came with any props either. That's a shame. Or the monarch. Oh. Like, I think only, like, after the first, like, wave of action figures, I started putting props in them. Because Billy has props, and the alchemist has props, and I'm pretty sure Shoreleaf have props. And I know Pete has props, and they're all, like, wave two. But the first wave, they're just, they're cheaply made. You can even take Billy's shoes off. I'm just gushing about these action figures. I really <laughs> like, like I love them. them. I need I them. I really like them. And then I have, like, my complete set of the tiny ones. Oh, God. I have, like, the Monarch Phantom Limb. But do you have Dragoon's head attached to Red Mantle's body? I do not. I See, if they made more, I would gladly buy a Red Mantle Dragoon hybrid. Uh... <laughs> Which is what Billy was acquired to do. He was acquired by it, to do this, yes. Which I'm uh, impressed. Straight out, you know, Billy, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I and I love the fact that he just goes back in his bag. I mean, I'm going to go back in my bag now. Look, like, you know, don't we when, all have a Billy bag of our own? When, our when, own bags? When shit's getting weird... Go back, just go, back in, just go back in your bag. It's fine. You know, nothing can hurt you in the bag. <laughs> the meme man can't get you in the bag. Uh, so, hey, David Bowie's back. Uh, I was so happy about this. One thing I don't think, I don't know if you've noticed, I only realized it while I was writing this stuff up. Um, they never refer to him completely as David Bowie. Yes, I did notice that. Uh, and I'm sure that's like a legal thing. But I noticed it when uh, I was writing up stuff about a later character uh, that we'll discuss when we get to that point later on here in my talking points. Mm -hmm. But yeah, David Bowie's back uh, and not dead. Because it's 2009. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> R.I.P. Never forget. R.I.P. Never forget. Uh, I I love the fact that everyone knows, by the way, that the Sovereign is David is Bowie. It, I mean, at this point... Like, he tries to hide had, it, like... Well, in, you had the whole showdown at Cremation Creek thing. Yeah, then he was David Bowie, and then he shapeshifted into an eagle. Like, that shit kills me, the fact that he shapeshifts into an eagle. 
to get away. It was also a very labyrinth transition. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, how could you not? Yeah. Oh God. So good. so so many Bowie references. It's yeah, they really love Bowie. Um, and the tangent about Bowie and Venture Brothers. Uh, I recently read a very lovely eulogy written by Doc Hammer for Billboard magazine uh, after Bowie died. That was really, really nice. And really y'all should look it up. Y'all should look it up. It's out there in the ether. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really sweet. He talks about how everyone has their own Bowie. And another Bowie is born when someone discovers David Bowie. And so very, very sweet. And how some Bowies, some people's Bowies are Jareth, and some people's Bowies are, you know, Ziggy Stardust. And so many Bowies. So many Bowies, too little time. But we're talking about the sovereign Bowie. Um, and also, we learn just a little bit more about guild lore. The Chamber Subrosa is where uh, the council observes. The council meets mm, in, secret, in secrecy. Uh, and the guild charter has all of the guild rules, like the the, the big guild rules. Uh, and Phantom also took that. Oops. There's just so much guild adventure lore in this episode. I was it's so happy. The- I was like, there's so much guild lore. I'm so happy about this. Ah, oh, God. I know. you. Like, they really... I'm, like, lapping it up like a cat. It's because it's, by by season four, you're in a show. You're, you've got a fan base, and you're able to sort of get a little bit more into get, get yourself. Get the dives. Get the deep dives, yeah. Um, and we found out the council is base, mostly made up of kidnapped musicians. Which I kind of love. And uh, in, an attempt, in, attempt, in an attempt to make sousaphone popular. <laughs> Which, I mean... Have you noticed a very interesting, like, the, the 2000s and ragging on the sousaphone? It's a dumb instrument. It's like the oboe. But I'm see, probably it, pissing off so many people. There's a, there's that. a lot of ragging on the sousaphone. It's like it's it's just it's mid it, to it, late two thousands pop culture. It looks weird. It it's cumbersome. It sounds the name is weird. Sousaphone. Just, it's like a Pokemon. It's just uh huh exactly. Sousaphone. That's what. I That's want a sousaphone Pokemon now. <laughs> Write your congressman. Write your congressman. Demand sousaphone Pokemon. For it everyone. wouldn't be the weirdest Pokemon. It wouldn't. They have like an actual chair now, I think. And an ice cream cone. I'm pretty positive. They have an ice cream cone and a chair. Um... So so why? I'm sorry, I got I got off track thinking about weird Pokemon. You can't do that to me. You can't send me <laughs> off on these tangents. Uh, so he kidnapped these. He was kidnapping popular musicians, uh, and this particular kidnapping 
uh, was in uh, 1959 and actually happened in Iowa. Which I, I loved. Like, yeah, it I, happened I, in I, Iowa. I heard that and I was like, oh, plus. <laughs> it's one of the... It's, it's, a it's one of those, like, uh, yeah, I know. So whatever. Whatever something weird happens <laughs> they, in Iowa, nobody talks about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is not, so in 1959, uh, they were at doing a gig in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, which if I'm specific, there's actually like a memorial for it uh, because... It's a, the winter dance in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, right? So it was a flight out of Clear Lake, Iowa, to the next stop in Moorhead, Minnesota. And because... There's, there's not much in Clear Lake. There's not much in Clear Lake except for this. That's literally it as a memorial to uh, Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. Uh, as well as Richie Valens. Uh, but turns out they were all kidnapped. They were by not Phantom they, Limb's grandfather. So, yeah. So it yeah to to make Susifo popular. So so Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper aren't dead. We don't know what if Richie Valens is somewhere in there. Uh, but. Yeah, they're not dead. They're just uh, Red Mantle and Dragoon. <laughs> Which is a fun thing. That's always so fun. Um, and I, I like, low-key, I know they talked about doing it. I sort of, still sort of hope that we'll find out some of the other older, former, or current council members are... Uh, Possibly, possibly dead musicians. <laughs> like that just sounds like it's. Let's just because we get another one in this episode too. This is such <laughs> a Doc Hammer thing to do, though. I yeah yeah it, it's painting and dead musicians. Painting, not dead musicians, but very niche. Like he niche yeah. and or dead. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far to say that. Uh, I. I would. I would say there are. Yeah, you can. You can kind of tell when an episode's written by him. Music um, based. It's music mu- mu- based. Well, there's a lot of music in Venture yeah. Brothers. Come on, uh, but musicians and rich with lore and really, really heavy on the on the lore and and painting. And paintings. Uh, but this one doesn't have paintings, surprisingly. Um, it does have some other weird shit, though. And hey, look, the orb, which was the also a Doc Hammer, which was also a Doc Hammer episode. Uh, so uh, they're they're trying to get the orb, aren't we all? Uh, it is pretty. It's a nice paperweight. It's a nice paperweight. Uh, hatred, uh... <sighs> hatred. Of course, 
Of course he's having a complete breakdown. He's drank, not only is he drinking. He's, he's huffing Axe, like discount Axe, Axe body spray. Discount Axe body spray. Uh, and then Dean being a sponsor is the most Dean thing. It's also really special. It's wholesome. It's, it's kind of very wholesome. wholesome. It's like he does not, he wants hatred to succeed. And I think we all want hatred to succeed. Why did they put us in this position? I like, know. I don't know. I know. Did you, did you have to do this? Um, the guild, though, they're they're on to they're on to Phantom Limbs plan, plan, and and also uh, Red Mantle Dragon Hybrid. The arguing, the bickering. The bickering, that doesn't stop. That continues the rest of the series. I love it. I'm so they, there for it. That is them. That is them. Although there's a little bit more loving, like, you know, oh, yes, old friend. You know, type of talk eventually. I mean, but it's uh, it's kind of like how we rib on each other. Sentimentality. Yeah. Uh, eh, yeah. <laughs> Which, it's, it's not shown here, but... Uh, at least one of them, I won't say which, uh, does start to show some mental decline <laughs> uh, later on in the series. It, and it is kind of touching. But for um, now, we're going to talk about Phantom Limbs, mental decline. His new his, brand his of crazy. Friends, his, friends. his new brand of crazy. Let's talk about the reflections. <laughs> we have Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, I have the whole list here. Hold on. Hold on. See, I I am sort of put together. I swear to God. Okay. Okay. So we have uh, Wisdom, which is a mug with wisdom written onto it. He is demolitions, communication, new technology. Wisdom is the one who is also the spiritual heart of the team. Namaste, wisdom. Namaste, wisdom. <laughs> I, as it's a fa- with a face that only a mother could love because he's a mug. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, a toaster. <laughs> I have a coffee mug that I talk to, but it, it's because it has a picture of Bella Lugosi on it. Yeah, I mean, when and, you have Bella you know, Lugosi to talk to. But... Uh, no, this is just, it just says It's wisdom. just a mug. It's, you could buy it at Dollar Tree. I really want a wisdom mug. Okay. I wish they sold mugs that said wisdom. I, they, that, like, that's something you could take. That's an easy, easy merchandise product that you could take right to the bank. Uh, <laughs> you got a toaster. Uh, named Chuck. Chuck. And he is named that for his ancient for his abilities in the ancient art of nunchaku, and he is the muscle. That is a mouse tool. And quite handy with dismantling traps. I love that it's a fucking toaster. Like, and first lady- of all, where was he hiding? Because he pulls it out of his coat. Uh-huh. There was no bulge uh-huh. of a toaster. Where uh-huh. was he hiding that toaster? Don't worry about it. I'm worrying uh, about it. And uh, Lady Nightshade, which is a woman's high heel shoe. 
that belongs to Dr. Mrs. the Monarch. I have so many questions. Her skills are obvious, but hands off, gentlemen. I have so many questions. Oh no, it gets worse. It gets worse. These, these, we're not done with the Revenge Society. I did not doubt um, that. But I have questions as to how he acquired Dr. Mrs. the Monarch's shoe. I think he kept it when she moved out, probably. Possibly, but she was also looking for it, which makes me wonder. Well, maybe she didn't know she didn't have the other one. Mm, that's possible. Because I have lost shoes before like that. Uh, well, and also, even though it takes years to produce, these are all just this. This stuff is happening all within like the span of months. Like, who knows if they've like uh, if Monarch and Doctor Missus have even had their one year anniversary yet? Like, it just because production takes so long, we think so much time has passed within the show really but it's not really yeah yeah um exactly so yeah you get it yeah i really need hatred to not i really need hatred to not just not He's, he's having a very rough time. I didn't need his explanation. I did not need his explanation, yes. Uh, you can try I, I to just... You can tr- not have his medication. You can try. I mean, I know they're trying to, like... They're trying to redeem him. I get it. I get it. But did we need this? Do we need the whole egg discussion? Like, I did, though, however, need Hank's uh, lines, uh, which were, um, I already know you're a pedestrian. Yes. Uh, and, Iconic. Hank. And... You are so understanding, yet so far from the truth. I love Hank so much. Uh, And also, uh, so what? These guys are here to kill you because God forgot to? Like, that... Harsh. Like, Hank, where is this when you're dealing with your father? Where is this level of sass? Hoggy. Calls him a hoggy. But he tells hatred that God forgot to kill him. Yeah. Like the level of difference in insults here is exquisite. And also, can we turn Batman into an adjective? Like, I want to be very Batman. Like, this is a thing. It is an adjective. Isn't it? It can't be. I, I think it's an adjective. Think it actually, it, did, but in our hearts, it's an adjective. I think it became sort of an adjective after all of. Because this is not the last time they call something uh, very Batman. I, I've I've heard things like being referred to like, oh, that's very Batman-esque. Yeah, but I think just like that's very Batman should be a thing because that is a level of not only excess, but badassery. 
Yeah. That needs descriptor in the English language. Yeah. And uh, I think Venture Brothers sort of set that up for that to actually be a thing. And, and I would happened. let it happen. I would let it continue to happen. And and showing once again the differences between Hank and Dean. Uh, well, this is all going down. The discussion about eggs and I don't want to know Batman and God forgetting to kill hatred. Uh, Dean is hyperventilating and yeah, speed, because he's speeding up on his speed, speed suit. suit. Um, but this gives a, this is a great parenting moment for Rusty, yeah, he, which is the first time I've fun. seen the man parent. Yeah, he, there are there are moments, uh. This it season is, in particular, where you see just him been, actually be a good dad. It's been four seasons, and I'm only finally being like, hey, you did a parent. It's because Brock was the one who did the parenting. Yeah. That's why. When you don't have the Brock out, you've got to step up your game. Because who... who and and it's, it's clear that he... I mean, he favors Dean straight. He up. favors Dean, but there's like more explanation to it that we he he gets pretty vulnerable in another episode about Hank. Uh, so I will I will tease that, but uh, I would like to apologize that I totally for you because you hadn't seen this episode yet. Uh, I forgot what order the episodes were in, and I thought we had already talked about how the action may. <laughs> last episode of the action man i think i remembered something about that being mentioned earlier though no this is no? the first time we hear about okay. it is uh i guess that I you guess, just heard me talk about it i guess the thing is it doesn't surprise me either yeah no it doesn't, it surprise doesn't me at surprise all. me all... in the least no like those, those people should not have been remotely near rusty growing up and his upbringing it's just wow. Not today, Rusty. Okay. It, it sounded it, yeah. It sounded like he, his teeth were being snapped out. I he think, put the gun, the the unloaded gun, to his temple and pulled the trigger. Uh, those are heavy too. Yeah, it's yeah. Poor guy. Like that's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, <sighs> that's a lot for a kid to go through. And Rusty, and I, I genuinely... we, we learn, we learn more about just how tragic Rusty's childhood was. Yeah. Too. Uh, the further into this season and the next season. And just the series in general. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's one thing after another. Uh, I will say I enjoy the fact that Billy is still in the bag. Uh, not only that, he is holding Chuck. When in doubt, stay in your bag. Stay in the bag. Like, don't. Don't get um, in the bag. And the biggest mood of the whole episode thanks Red Mantle for I'm old and I'm afraid of everything. I feel that. Like, I feel that every day of my goddamn life. And we're life. not even old. Speak for yourself. You're not old. I am pushing, I am pushing 30, friends. You're only a year older than I am. A year and a half. Year and a half. 
You're only 28. I'm going to be 29. Yeah, I'm going to be 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch him word. Their, dis- their conversations are great, always. Uh, the fact that they want to be more threatening. Naked Army. Not happening. Naked Army. Naked Army. That's how you fair, do it. That would be threatening. That is a bunch of naked people, right? But, With uh, guns? The, yeah. The eunuch division would freak everyone out, but the women's auxiliary would be awesome. Like, I love that. <laughs> That sort of discussion. I love. I, I kind of love that they have a eunuch division. Yeah, of course they do. It's the guild. But why does it have to be its own division? Because they have a women's auxiliary. They didn't want to. Ex- Where do you put a eunuch? Women's With auxiliary people, or in the men's wherever auxiliary. they want. No, you put them in their own area because they're eunuchs. That is so bad. It is smooth down there. It's like a. Barbie pulled out the pants of a Ken doll. There you go. Oh my god! What? It's it's a eunuch division. They're genetically made in a lab. I bet. I mean, look at the guild. Look at the guild. the The eunuch division is no doubt genetically made in a lab and modified. So that's why they're in their own division. I justified it. I I justified it for you. Come on. Meanwhile, we've got Hank and Hatred. The the Hank and Hatred. The trolling. He just, yeah, she's using it to, you know, get the stuff that Rusty won't let him have. Oh, oh, no, wait. Wait, no, you, stop. Uh, I gotta mention... This is the thing that I was talking about earlier um, when I said, oh, it made me think that maybe there are other guild operatives are former musicians. Uh, Eon is uh, Brian Eno. (laughs) And the Warm Jets. (laughs) Which... Like that, that was, I, yeah, it's very clearly Brian Eno. Um, and uh, here come the warm jets uh, is uh, the name of Eno's first uh, solo album. So the warm jets that Eon and uh, the sovereign arriving. Which You're welcome. Badass. You're welcome. But I, I really love Hank and uh, hatred, like trolling Wash and Ward with the whole like Girl Scout cookies thing. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that was exquisite. <laughs> Could you leave some literature for us? Yeah, I mean, it's great. He's got to get some trolling in. It, I loved. It. I was like, this warms my little, my little like satanic heart. Just messing. well, it's because it's because it's watching Ward. I mean, look at them. And I, they're just kind of like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. We'll we'll leave a pamphlet. Um, 
which I would love. I would love to get a Guild of Calamitous Intent pamphlet like stuck in my windshield. M- much like, much like an advertisement. Yes. For uh, for Pete White's computer services. Uh, just, just slide that baby under my windshield wiper. Uh, have you considered evil? Have you considered evil? Have you considered villainy? Now is your chance. Um, the best way to keep a cocky scene moving, put it on a moving walkway. Because <laughs> then they can't cut anything. This is something I learned about through like reading all this, reading and listening to behind the scenes shit. If they kept it moving, they can't cut it because the background jumps. Kind of beautiful. I mean, it's such a good out. Uh, uh, can't cut it. The background jumps and then it'll look weird and we have to redo everything. So much easier to just keep it in. Um, just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. That's fine. Keep it literally moving. <laughs> Uh, and I like how there are no locks or lasers anymore on the, uh... <laughs> I love the explanations for why there aren't any locks or lasers. Well, there's no lasers because, uh, one of the lasers got Orpheus while he was mowing the lawn and there was talk of a lawsuit. Uh, and there are no locks because Hank watched Dog Day Afternoon <laughs> and locked himself... <laughs> Because, like, which is a very Hank thing to do. Yeah. Like later on, there's talk about how he, like, uh, the last time he had caffeine, he uh, was up for three days, uh, building a Murphy bed, and then he corrects Murphy beds. You didn't find all of them. Like it's, having played it, The Sims Four a lot, and and having Murphy beds in my in my uh, yeah, those things are dangerous. Murphy beds. <laughs> those things are death traps. They are. They really are. Um, but that's why there are no locks and lasers. He saw Dog Day Afternoon and locked himself in the room, <laughs> and then screamed Attica at his father. <laughs> That screamed Attica at his father while peeing aggressively. <laughs> Who gave As, that boy Dog Day Afternoon? Exactly. Like, that is. You that, knew this was going to happen. Like, you know how some. Like, you know, people talk about how. Oh, we can't show kids this because they'll think it's real life and try to imitate it. Hank is the kid that tries to imitate it, yeah, okay? Yeah. Hank is the reason that there are warning labels on things. Hank's the reason we have the MPAA, why we have the ESRB, <laughs> parental advisories. Hank's the reason that we have the do not put over your head or like do not do not shut a child in a box warning on like Rubbermaids. <laughs> Yes, he would. He would, he'd and then, he'd, and, then, and, then he'd, and then he'd uh, somehow get himself down the stairs. Yeah, you know. Uh, Don't shut yourself in a rubbermaid. <laughs> PSA. But, PSA. So, uh, Hank, maybe Hank. You know, even though 
he finds out Hatred really trusts him because he's a Brock trained Batman, you know, very Batman. Hank Venture, you know, uh, trained with quotation marks, trained quotation marks. Uh, he probably should have trusted Hank because Hank was previously leading them to look for uh, Rusty's Playboys. Ice cream cake and Playboys. Ice cream cake and Playboys. That's, I want Live that the dream. my birthday party. Live in the dream. Ice cream, Ice cream cake, cake and, and Playboys. Uh, but Hank is very Batman. So. Okay. Gonna go we're, we're, we're gonna make sure the Gil doesn't kill you. Um. Also, him miming putting on goggles. You so, gift so much. It's because it's it's uh it's my icon on Discord. Even <laughs> even 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 then, apropos of nothing, you have well, sent me that. Normally, gift. it's like, oh, I'm gearing up. I'm doing the motion. You you won't even do. You'll just send it. You'll just sent it to me on occasion. It's because it's a it, it is an it's all an iconic image. It's an all purpose image. You can use it for anything. Um, Time to record, Hank Giff. Hank Giff. Uh, yeah. No. Like I I know I've done that before. You've done uh, it. You're literally doing the motions. He he's done the motions, listeners. This whole like, time I've been lifting up my. Like what? It's not up the fictional, fictional collar on my non-existent jacket and put it on the goggles. <laughs> but like, you'll just do that anywhere. I'm I'm a very Hank personality. We all know this. Yeah. Uh, like you 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 saw that you're like this is mine. This is me. This is me now. This um, is me now. So Billy has been carrying Chuck this whole time because, you know, why not? But hey, Chuck becomes actually useful because Chuck is the muscle after all. They drop Billy and they throw Chuck at a guild uh, stranger that's guarding the orb. That's guarding the orb. Well, he's the muscle. Downside. They, they like, knock him pretty damn hard, too. Well, yeah, it's a toaster. It's a toaster. I'm impressed with a two-headed old dude chucking a toaster that hard. It's got force. (laughs) I mean, think of the coordination they had to come up with there. Well, they already figured out who has control of what side Side. of their bodies. But still, there's, there's a lot of, like... Delicacy to that to chuck yeah. in a toaster that hard, yeah. It won't chuck's muscle, and Billy's unconscious. And Billy's unconscious, they were in carrying the, the, Billy ba- the, the Billy bag, which they call it the Billy bag. Uh, and they have the orb, which is good because let's be real, if anyone's gonna have it, might as well be them. Um And the fact that they just leave Billy there. I mean... He's unconscious. What why they, would you carry him when he's unconscious? Like, hope Why would you carry the amnesia. Billy bag? They call it the Billy bag, I by know. the way. Red Mantle and Dragoon coin the term the Billy, Billy bag. bag. Uh, 
but crazy phantom limb arguing with wisdom is so good so good um i was just like wow this is wisdom's betraying him man wisdom's betraying him maybe so special (laughs) such a special moment such a very special episode um so I want to remind everyone that the Sovereign can shapeshift. He chooses to be David Bowie, but he could also be future Dr. Venture. Which I was screaming with laughter. Yeah, well, you know. I was like, if, hold if on a minute. Your... Are we actually doing this? Because we are. Of course I can't, we... I can't say that future Dr. Venture wouldn't go back in time. Yeah, he's just messing with them. Which was also he like, has a plan. Oh, he has a plan this. involving Dean, though, involving Rusty and Dean. So don't worry. Sovereign has a plan. Um, meanwhile, Which I Hank, would and, trust. Hank like, and Hatred have discovered uh, this open safe that the orb was in, and, and the, the Billy. Yeah, the Playboys were in the safe, uh, and uh, the Billy bag. Hatred. Hatred. Like I every every goddamn time something happens with them. I'm just like, can, like, we, can we not do this? Uh but yes, yeah, on the bright having side having a good time. No, he is not having a good time. He's found uh Billy in a bag dressed up in his rusty venture PJs. Moving on. But Brightside Hank found Doc's Playboys. Hey. <laughs> um, Everybody needs Playboys. Everyone needs Playboys. Uh, just Phantom Limb. Man. Him introducing the household items again kills me. Uh, not only that, he broke wisdom. And we do see that uh, what Lady, Lady Nightshade actually is, which is uh... Dr. Mrs. the Monarchs. Well, it's Dr. Mrs. the Monarchs shoe, but it is uh, Black Ferragamo. And he, and, and he supposedly is the rightful sovereign of the guild, since his grandfather, Phantomob, was a founding member. But, oh yeah, he also uses Lady Nightshade, by the way. Quite effectively. Knock... Yeah, I know. I'm uh, like, damn, son, where did you learn to throw a shoe like that? God only knows. As questions. Um, and the broken coffee mug. Poor wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> I think we both went there. Poor wisdom. Um... He died too young. He died too young, having only served too few coffees. I don't. And mugs of tea. Also, uh, the calling David Bowie the thin white douche. Bravo. Um. So the guild's rifle heir turns out. Dean Venture. He's Lloyd Ventures. 
great grandson, and he was the grand protector of the orb. And uh, Phantom Lin's grandfather was a usurper. So, no, Phantom Lin, you are not. It's Dean. It's Dean who then has to. First of all, let's go. Dean is the sovereign? For a hot second until he crowns David Bowie the sovereign. Again. 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 Uh, But still. But don't worry. Uh, So here's the. Here's something. So I teased this when we did the order episode with you. Uh, Phantom Limb goes to use the orb. The orb, and only to discover it's broken. So Sandow didn't kill Lloyd Venture. He broke the orb. The sound we heard was not the uh, orb breaking. Was the orb breaking, not Lloyd Venture's uh, neck being snapped. But I kind of love it. Yeah, I know. Like, okay, so the whole thing with the orb and all this was actually just useless (laughs) because it doesn't work. Yep, and the guild arrests Phantom Limb, so he's now in guild custody. Good thing, because he is... He's not doing well. He is. No, none of the adults are doing well. None of the adults are doing too well. Well, no. The, the, watch David Bowie's fine. Uh, <laughs> Billy will probably be fine sooner than any of the others. And I mean, Brian Eno's doing good. <laughs> the oh, ever popular Pete White's probably doing fine. But ever popular Pete White probably doesn't even know Billy's miss. <laughs> too play too busy playing Guitar Hero or Grand Theft Auto. No, Billy, you're back. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? (laughs) Missed you, Pally. Uh, You know. (laughs) Um, And it ends on the best. Like, let's be honest. You were waiting all episode for someone to say it. Yes. Two heads are better than one. I was waiting for that. Every, I'm like there are so many, there are so many head puns. You you can't not do that joke if you have a character that suddenly has two heads. Like you gotta, you gotta do that at some point. I love how it's just, I don't know. I, I just been waiting all day. Head, just has two heads. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't have to do anything. It's just he's sick of waiting for the opportunity to say. <laughs> mood and then the end credits scene okay okay no i I need you to just let me explain this okay okay because i know i know it looks bad i really really do i know what it looks like um and people fight me about it but uh you gotta give hatred the benefit of the doubt on this one because we learn more about what happened uh, in episode 15 of this season. And it is not as bad as you think. Uh, But Billy was unconscious. So his first assumption is always the worst thing because have you seen him and seen what's happened to his life? 
I am uh, actually giving hatred the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, it, it, it was merely, he was merely, they explain it later, he was merely um, cuddling Billy because uh, Billy was unconscious, possibly had a concussion. Yeah, I mean, that, that you don't he was, leave he someone was, who is unconscious he alone. Was, he was this just... This valid, or like, yeah. He he did nothing. Hatred, you, you can hate hatred all you want. And trust me, I know a lot of people do. He, he does have his moments. And this is one of his moments. And I know it looks bad, like, at face value. But he didn't do anything... Like, Doc and Jackson have both been on the record saying he didn't do anything weird with Billy. It was merely, they even explained it in, like I said, in episode 15. Uh, he just, he was, Billy looked vulnerable. He could have had a concussion. He was unconscious. Uh, he was just keeping him safe. Uh, and being that it was late, he just was like, okay, this is, just go sleep here. Maybe well, I mean, he, he is, cuddled that, him. You don't leave an unconscious person alone. No, no. Like, so this he was. Is, this is straight up first date. You don't leave them alone. Period. And, and so this is this is uh, this, this is one moment where it looks bad, but I promise you, it isn't. Hatred people, would actually people, be doing the right thing because would you trust people, Hank? No, no. <laughs> would and, you and, trust and, Dean? <laughs> no. Uh, so, well, and everyone's too busy with the sovereign stuff and cleaning up the yard now that the guild is leaving. I'm sure there's paperwork. And, and only, uh, not that, and Hank doesn't really care. Hank found the Playboys. He's, he's busy. He's, he's busy. Uh, he's doing Hank stuff. And Dean and Rusty don't know Billy's there. And so really, hatred's the only one that cares about Billy's well-being right now, and until he's conscious, which I guess is morning, he is going to keep an eye on Billy. And it's literally that is literally it. I know Bill. I I know people have fought about this, and probably will fight me on this. But I promise you, and I'm taking what Doc and Jackson have said at face value, that nothing weird happened here. But I will say, I it looks go, bad. It looks it. I I agree. It looks bad at face value, and uh, I want to go back in my bag. Is a very natural reaction. <laughs> I also love that that was his reaction. I want to go back in my bag. Billy needs a Billy bag, just just for comfort. Yeah, Billy. Billy just always have a Billy bag on him, just in case. Just climb on in there. Be Get get comfy. And that's the end of this episode. Uh, next time, we are looking at uh, self-medication, which is a good... It's going to be a rough, be a rough one. one. It's a rough one, guys. Uh, but it'll be fun. We'll, we'll get through it together. We'll hold our hands. We'll hold hands and we'll get through it. Uh, things are going to get raw. It'll be fun. Uh not only that, it's a star-studded episode. They have the guest starring voices of Seth Green, 
John Hodgman, Patton Oswald. I mean, come on. Oh, and Brendan Small, but he's not really a guest star because he's he plays a sort he's of been on a couple character. times. He plays a re- he plays a recurring character. Yeah, so he's I I guess you wouldn't consider him a guest star, but he's also there. Uh, that so, is yeah. that is for our next episode. That's for next time, friends. End it like we know how. I think we shall. Ready? Three, two, two one. one. Go Go Team team venture. Venture. We love you. Have a great night.